Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Rev. Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento. My topic today, In the Beginning is Your Word, came out of some thinking I have been doing about the New Testament proclamation that we should pray in secret and what that might actually mean. In one respect, it sounds like you shouldn't you should just go hide somewhere and pray and honestly there is some benefit to that of going apart and getting quiet and praying or being meditating by yourself but one of the reasons that that this uh, suggestion was made was because at the time it was made there were a lot of people who would just pray in public out loud to look spiritual hey, oh over here I'm praying aren't I spiritual that was part of it Part of it was this idea of setting setting some time to go apart and get quiet and go within and to really connect with that inner part of you and um, to expand your awareness of something besides the outside world. That was another part of it. And the third part of it has to do with something that we teach in New Thought that um, has to do with keeping your words close to you. So let's back up a little bit. The first part, sure, um, the idea of, of praying in public is not a bad thing. I mean, every religion that I know of has public prayer. People get together on a certain day of the week. Some of them do it on Saturday, some do Sunday. Uh, Some people get together on a Wednesday night and they pray together. That kind of public prayer is amazing and it's powerful and um, it helps make changes in the world. And so that's completely valid. There's nothing wrong with that. The people that Jesus was addressing were the ones who were forgive the term holier than thou and look at me I'm beating my chest and I'm praying and so God loves me more than God loves you that's the kind of thing that you really want to avoid the second part the going within is a really good we call it a discipline and you know I could go off on the whole thing about what the word discipline means but a practice let's say call it a practice of taking some time to go apart and be quiet in a couple of other podcasts I have talked about this idea of stopping and going within and becoming quiet and seeing what's going on inside yourself and how sometimes that's very uncomfortable, or you're afraid that if you do that, you're not going to find anything there, or you're going to find out that there's something wrong with you. None of those things are actually true, but those are some of the fears that go along with the idea of going within. But the real reason I wanted to talk about this subject is that in metaphysics, we teach, or in New Thought, we teach that when you have something going on, you don't talk about it to a lot of people. Because our words are very, very powerful. And when we start saying our words, we are putting meaning out into the world. If you think in terms of, we've got our imagination, the highest of vibration, there's this imagination, and then imagination comes down into our into the top of our head as an idea, and then it comes into the brain as a thought, and then it comes out of our mouth as words, or as a word. Words are symbols. Words are, are letter symbols that we use to represent an idea that has come from our imagination. And when we start naming things, when we start using words to express ourselves, we are bringing that idea into manifestation. 
Now, it might not be creating something physical, but it is still bringing it into manifestation. One way to start to latch onto this idea is to start thinking about how words affect you when they come, when you, when you hear words, how do they affect you? If someone says, I love you, you might feel really good hearing the word love. Or if it's someone you don't want to love you, then you might not feel so good about it. By the same token, when someone says something negative to you, you will take that in, which just goes to show that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me is actually not the least bit true. Words are very, very powerful, and we need to be aware of what we're saying and how we're saying it, because not only are we sending that energy out to other people, we are affecting ourselves by every single thing that we say. I'm sure you can all think back uh, to your childhoods or to the tapes that you've got running in your head of something that was said to you as a child that you carry to this day. It might be that you're not good at this, or it might be that uh, I know people who had parents tell them they were stupid. And that word, you believe that word, you believed your parent, and then you carry that idea of being stupid with you for years and years and years until you can find a way to get it out of your head. Words are important. Words are the way we convey our ideas, our emotions, our thoughts. They're incredibly important. Which brings me to the primary reason I wanted to talk about this today. In New Thought, we recommend, we teach that you keep your energy close to you. So if you have a circumstance, if you have a thing going on, and you either want to celebrate it, or you want to um, work through it, because it's not necessarily an easy situation, our recommendation is, is that you find one or two people in whom you can confide, and who will hold the energy with you. Now, you might be saying, well, why would I do that? Why can't I run around and tell everybody? Well, you can, but here are the things that happen when you run around telling everybody everything all the time. But the first example is, say you have a really wonderful thing that you want to do or a really wonderful thing that has happened to you. Um, An example might be you've applied to a special school or um, you're applying for a job or you're wanting to start a new business or start a new hobby, something like that. And you tell somebody and their reaction is, well, that's pretty stupid, or why would you do that? Or they give you 57 reasons why it won't work. Well, what happens? You crash and burn. Now, you might be strong enough to come back from that crash and burn, but that person has put enormous amounts of doubt in your mind, and you start doubting yourself, you start doubting your decisions, which is not a good way to go into trying to manifest something. When you are working on manifesting something in your life, you need your intention to be focused. And when you are listening to other people's ideas of what you should or should not be doing, your focus, your intention gets gets scattered. And so that's one of the reasons. The other thing is, is that you'll get to hear everybody else throwing their fears on you. Um, a person who wouldn't have the nerve to start a new business and not have a regular paycheck will tell you 50 ways why it's not going to work because it wouldn't work for them because, and they're in fear about it. They're telling you about them, not about you. But why put yourself in front of that is really the, the, the question. 
Facebook, Instagram, all of the social media, when you start putting things out there, it's not a bad thing to share certain parts of your life. But if there is something really important to you that you want to manifest in your life, find those one or two trusted people who will support that energy. And whether they agree with it or not, or whether they think if they're willing to stand by you energetically while you're doing that, that's the very greatest gift that they can, they can give you. Conversely, when you are going through a difficult time and you tell a whole bunch of different people about what's going on, you open yourself up to everybody else's idea of what you should do and how you should do it and how awful the other people are being. And I get that. I get there sometimes that we need to feel validated and we want to know that other people understand that we're uncomfortable, but there's a way to do it that helps you work through the situation instead of making it bigger. And think about this. The more you talk about something, especially if it's negative, the more you talk about it and talk about it, and then you bring other people in to talk about it and you all talk about it, it just gets bigger and bigger. And so your focus, your attention goes on to the negative part of the situation and it actually feeds the situation instead of helping you stop, go within and find a solution. The feedback that you could get in this kind of situation is anything from, well, weren't you stupid to get yourself into this in the first place to um, everybody else around you is stupid. And there's all this conversation about using the word stupid or bad. And then that's all you can see and you can't see the positive anymore. And so that's another thing to consider is, yes, you need advice. Yes, you can go to people and say, this situation is happening. What do I do? Or what would you do? Or how do you see this? And get, get true, legitimate, compassionate, understanding advice from someone, or at least get someone else's opinion. And then you can go off and make up your own mind. I see so many things, especially, um, well, on Facebook and a couple of others. I don't spend a lot of time out there, but I, I check in with them. And people are in so much pain that they don't know where to go. And so they go to social media and blurt out this thing that's going on. And then there's like... It's, I don't know how many people responding and giving their opinion. And sometimes it's actually helpful, but every time someone does that, they're, they're diminishing their energy. They're spreading their energy out so far that they are not able to be contained and to, to focus and really set their intention. And really, so much of this reaching out is from being in pain. I get that. I understand it. I have the same thing. It's like when something happens, my first instinct is to run tell like five different people. But I have taught myself over the years to not do that. And I'm not telling you, I don't sit here and want to just blast it to the world because there's sometimes I do. But I don't let myself do that anymore because I know that it will make me feel worse it will get a bunch of other people wound up and nothing will be accomplished because all we're doing is spinning inside that negative energy. And so I now have two people that I can go to and I can say, all right, this thing's going on. I just need you to listen. They listen and then we will talk about it. But I trust them to listen first 
and think about it. They know me well enough to um, be able to address it in a way that I can understand it or they can understand it. And sometimes, especially like in a work situation, we might be dealing with very similar um, issues. And so we're able to talk about it, get past the emotion and start to look for solutions. And then when it's time to talk to the larger audience, if that is appropriate, we're able to do it without the emotion. It's like, okay, now I can come back into professional mode. I've dumped all my emotional stuff. I've got my focus. I've got my intention. And now I can come talk to people and deal with a situation in a way that that will be helpful for everyone instead of just creating more and more drama. Going back to the positive part where you're trying to do something and accomplish something, the same thing actually is in effect because we're all trying to do things with our lives. Well, not all of us, but most of us are wanting to do these different things. And then we'll tell someone and they say, well, that's like a dopey idea. And what I do now is I go, okay, this might be a dopey idea, but, and I get that out of the way first. Again, though, I'm going to people who respect me and understand me and don't put their own needs in front of mine when I have gone to them for, um, well, I'm not going to say advice. If I've gone to them just to, to talk and have them as a sounding board, and maybe that's the best word that I can finally am coming up with is sounding board. You find yourself sounding boards who are compassionate, who are good listeners, and beyond everything else, not trying to fix anything. Going to people who will just say, well, let's fix this now. Like, I want to do this. Well, then, okay, here's all the things I can do for you to help you get that going. No, that's not what you're looking for in this situation. You're looking for someone to simply bounce ideas off of or talk about your own fears because you're going to have fears, whether it's a positive thing that you're trying to accomplish. There's always that kind of fear of, well, what am I doing? And uh, is it okay that I'm doing this? Am I, you know, what's going to happen? I mean, every time I sit down to do a podcast by myself without Donna Apodoni there or someone else, I'm like, what am I doing? And why am I doing this? But I just finally sit down to do it. I don't go talk to anybody about it because they can't really fix it. It's a situation where I just sit here and talk to you and hope that it makes sense. And it's really a good, it's actually a good exercise. You should try it sometime. Just sit and talk into a microphone for 20 minutes and see what comes out. However, I digress. Maintain the energy around your project. And I'm saying project, whether it's it's a circumstance you're working through or something you're wanting to accomplish, whatever is going on in your life, maintain your, your energy around it, maintain your focus, maintain that um, intention of what you want to do. Now, when you're trying to set something up create that business or create that, get into that school or whatever it is you're trying to do, that's one kind of intention. When you're working through a negative or difficult circumstance, that's a different kind of intention. And frankly, that requires a different kind of thinking about it because um, when you want to do something, it's like, I intend to do this. When something is kind of crashing in on you and you've got a bunch of stuff going on that you don't know what to do with, finding an intention is a little bit more difficult. But the way you find that intention is to stop and go within, 
go pray in secret, so to speak, go get quiet, get away from the world and think about and pray about or meditate about or whatever your process is. What do you want to happen? What do you want to accomplish? How do you want, what, do, what outcome do you want from this situation? And it doesn't mean that you're going to make it happen, but you can set the intention for what can come out of this. And then once you have that intention, you can use your thoughts and your words and your actions to help bring that into manifestation. Our words are extremely powerful. Our thoughts are extremely powerful. We express our thoughts through our words, whether it's spoken, written, or just we think in words, right? And so our thoughts sometimes for me turn into a dialogue in my head. And you might call that thinking, but when I am running a dialogue in my head, I, I call it a dialogue. I don't call it thinking. If that, I don't know if that makes any sense, but work with that one for a while. So I, I think about things. I have an inner dialogue about things. I say things out loud. I write things. And my intention when I am doing those different acts of, I'm going to call it wording, when I am wording like that, my intention is everything. My emotion behind it is everything. My words are me. My words are my world. My words right now are coming to you and you are thinking about my words or you're taking them in. You might be saying, that's really a good idea. Or you might be saying, Reverend Deborah, where the heck are you coming from with that? But my words right now are having some sort of effect on you, the listener. I don't know what they are. I hope, I, I hope that they're having a positive effect. All I can do is sit here with my intention to relay something that I think is very important, this understanding of how our words make up our, make our world. They make our world. You've probably had the experience of something happening and then you say, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. And then when you think about it, you've been saying that for weeks, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And then sure enough, it does. And so when you decide that you're going to talk about something that's going to happen, make sure it's something that you want in your life. Make sure it's something that you like you know, or that you have asked for. Make sure that your intention is for your highest good and not just grousing about what could possibly happen. It's really easy to look at something and say, well, here's the three things that, that will make it go wrong, or here's the hundred things that will make it go wrong. We all know that. And I'm not telling you to ignore those hundred things, acknowledge them. These things could happen. I know that, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on what can happen in the positive, what can come out of this, how this can situation either can be improved or how this situation can come into manifestation into my life the way I want it to, that I can go to this school that I want to do, that I can, you know, get the degree that I want, that I can get that job that I want or get into that really special school so I can do the thing that I really want to do with my life or whatever it is. Is, but also it's more it's about more than just manifesting on the material plane it's also about developing your inner life 
And when you talk about your inner life to other people, you really need to make sure that you are talking to people who understand what that is and who at least um, can acknowledge that it's important to you if it's not important to them and don't put you down for it. Developing your inner life is the very best thing that you can do for yourself. Developing your inner life is how your outer life manifests in such beautiful and amazing ways. And one of the ways to develop your inner life is to develop your inner dialogue and listen to how you're talking to yourself, the words that you use when you refer to yourself, the words that you refer to your life, the words that you use to bring yourself out into the world. Paying attention to your inner life, your inner dialogue, is the highest and best way that you can improve your outer dialogue with the rest of the world. Your word is you. Your word is the most important thing that you can use. What you say is a direct reflection of your thoughts and your feelings. You might not always realize that, but when you say your words, you are telling us exactly how you feel and what you are thinking. And you are also telling the universe what you are feeling and what you are thinking. And so you are asking for that to manifest in your life. So watch your words, watch what you say, how you say it, start to become aware. Now, I will say, don't beat yourself up for saying stuff that isn't necessarily the highest vibration because we're all human and that's going to happen as well. But just becoming more aware of what you're doing, of what you're saying. For me, what happens is I will be thinking something and then I'll start to say something and then something goes, what are you doing? Now, every once in a while that happens after I've said something and then I get to play a little tap dance and go back and try to unsay it. And of course, you can't ever unsay anything. But I look at what I'm thinking and go, what am I doing? Oh my gosh. And so then I will try to change my thinking and try to control my mouth. And you know, some of us... Uh, um, are a little bit more uh, <clears throat> verbal than others. And so learning to really be aware of what we're saying in any one moment is quite the challenge. And of course, we all have stuff that we just blurt out because we blurt it out. There's no need to beat yourself up for it or make yourself bad for it, because this is something that we have to learn. Um, I've been at this for, I hate to say it, but almost 50 years. And no, I love to say that for almost 50 years. And I still have to work with myself. I still have to really pay attention to where I am and who I'm talking to and what I'm saying. And there's a whole other conversation about when you're talking to somebody, becoming aware of who you're talking to. When someone says something and it triggers something from the past and you start to re respond to that past comment, it's really good to stop and think, okay, am I talking to the person in front of me or I am talking to that person who did this and said this to me 20 years ago? And when you start to become aware of who you're talking to and who you're listening to and learn to be talking and listening to the person right in front of you, your words will change. Your response to their words will change. And so here is a just in you know, 20 minutes or so, some thoughts about how powerful our words are, how we can use them, how you can protect yourself from 
diminishing your own power by keeping it close to you. I'm not talking about keeping it really secret. It's just, you know, if you're working on something, you don't need to tell 25 people. Tell those one or two that you trust. And when you are focused, when you are contained, when you are looking at how to use your energy in the highest and best way possible, then you're going to manifest some really amazing things in your life. And so I just want to say, remember, in the beginning is your word. And if you can keep that in mind and start to work with that, you'll see some amazing things happen and change in your life. I wish you a blessed and insightful week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.